Hello and welcome to Chromodiversity, a podcast about common genetic diversity. I'm Elliot Pollock, founder of MyXXY Chromodiversity Foundation, and I'll be your host. In episodes 5 to 11, you'll hear me read out possibly the most extensive review of Kleinfelter syndrome, KS, to date. Published in 2018, it presents a comprehensive interdisciplinary examination of KS and highlights the importance of multidisciplinary care lasting the full spectrum of life from early childhood on. For ease of listening, we've broken it down into seven parts corresponding to seven episodes. Title, Kleinfelter Syndrome, Integrating Genetics, Neuropsychology, and Endocrinology. Authors, Gravhold et al. Publication, Endocrine Reviews, 2018. You can download the full version with elements not included here, such as tables, notes, and references on our podcast website, chromodiversity.com. Thanks a lot for tuning into part six, a fascinating episode about a misunderstood yet probably the single most important area for XXY folks and their parents, neurocognition, quality of life, and socioeconomic aspects of KS. The reason this episode matters for clinicians, therapists, and educators is that this is also the area where by being well-informed and avoiding misconceptions, they can often make the biggest lifelong difference. So you know you'll hear about research on various cognitive deficits and brain differences, which are very important to understand. However, you may wish to keep this in the perspective of episodes two and three, which show how focusing on strengths first, and not only deficits from early age on, is likely the most powerful way to change lives for the better. So sit back, keep an open mind, and enjoy. Neurocognition. Cognitive dysfunctions. KS is characterized by a number of deficits in cognitive functioning, including general cognitive abilities, i.e. intelligence, language, and executive functioning. Intelligence. KS male's overall full-scale IQ is typically lower than controls, averaging about 10 points, 0.06 standard deviations, below that of the general population, but not so low as to constitute intellectual disability. This downward shift in IQ among KS males predominantly reflects a deficit in verbal IQ rather than performance IQ, including nonverbal reasoning and spatial abilities, although the variability is large. This verbal IQ performance IQ discrepancy among KS males typically emerges early in childhood and sometimes dissipates in adulthood. This may reflect delayed development of more complex skills through learning and experience. Verbal deficits that persist in adulthood, e.g. verbal memory and processing speed, lexical retrieval efficiency, may not be captured by earlier tests identifying more verbal dysfunction, e.g. vocabulary, at younger ages. 
Finally, development of performance IQ may be halted as a function of hormonal and physiological tumult during puberty and or accelerated deterioration of nonverbal processing later in life, e.g. due to cardiovascular incidents. Language. Verbal deficits are among the most characteristic functional features of KS, identified in 70% to 80% of KS males. Language is also one of the broadest constructs relevant to KS, comprised of many inter interdependent elements, the results for which often differ across studies. Many researchers distinguish between receptive and expressive language functions in their discussions of KS-related deficits. Receptive language skills involve the comprehension of linguistic stimuli and are largely based on perception and recognition cap capacities, whereas expressive skills are those involved in the production of linguistic context, with an emphasis on recall and vo vocal motor function. Receptive language deficits associated with KS include problems with auditory processing and semantic memory, word decoding, and auditory discrimination and processing. In addition, KS males exhibit de deficits in many expressive language skills, such as speech onset and articulation, word retrieval and verbal fluency, and word formulation, as well as general expressive skills. Reading, writing, and literacy are also heavily affected in KS males. Approximately 50% to 75% of both children and adults with KS demonstrate some level of dyslexia, compared with a 7% prevalence in the background population. Typically, language deficits in KS emerge early in childhood and persist into adolescence and adulthood, although such KS-related language problems are consistent in the literature, they're not universal. The most prominent exception is a study that found no KS deficits relative to the general population in single word decoding, spelling, receptive or expressive vocabulary, word retrieval, or word fluency. However, this lack of KS-related deficits may also reflect, at least in part, the complexity of the tasks themselves. For spelling, simple vocabulary, single word decoding, word retrieval, and verbal fluency, i.e. timed word retrieval, are all relatively simple declarative skills. And there is consistent evidence that KS male's linguistic performance declines with increasing task complexity. Bender et al. found no KS-related decrements in a single word decoding, and Graham et al. observed no KS deficits in any receptive language measures except syntaxic comprehension. Understanding and treating language deficits among KS males is critical for their well-being, for language is not only the foundation for one's understanding and communication with the world, but also essential for cognitive, emotional, and social development. However, developing a comprehensive understanding of chaos-related language problems poses a significant challenge, 
given the number and complexity of linguistic functions, many of which are related, e.g. spelling and word decoding, nested, verbal and auditory memory, and or relevant to either one or both forms, written, oral, and domains, receptive, expressive, of language. EF. EF refers to cognitive control processes involved in goal-directed behavior and problem-solving, such as organization, planning, judgment, and decision-making, with specific functions that include focused and sustained attention, holding thoughts in working memory, inhibiting irrelevant information, and processing thoughts in a fluid, flexible way. Chaos deficits have typically been found for attention, inhibition, and both working memory and cognitive flexibility, although results from the relatively few EF studies among KS males are somewhat mixed. The consistent verbal EF deficit among KS males suggests a potential linguistic cause for these performance decrements, but studies have found that the diminished inhibition of capacity of KS males to be independent of language skills and processing speed, illustrating the importance of controlling for intellectual, linguistic, and other potential confounds in KS research. In the most comprehensive study to date of EF among KS males, Skakebake et al. used extensive regression and path analysis to control for and assess the independent effects of KS status, intelligence, IQ, personality, social skills, and testosterone treatments on the EF of 69 KS males and 69 matched controls. We found that the impact on EF of having KS was mediated separately by IQ and social skills, and this study stands as a model for future research to better understand the potential causes of and treatments for EF, and other deficits suffered by those with KS. Data from animal models. Both mouse models have, when tested, confirmed parts of the neurocognitive deficits seen in KS. In one study, 41XXY mice showed delayed conditional learning in a Pavlovian approach procedure, also testing memory, and in another study. 41XXY mice were not able to solve a memory recognition task. Summary of best evidence. Both human and animal studies show consistent deficits in EF, language, and intelligence among many males with KS, which interact with and affect social skills. It is clear that there are complex interactions between these different domains of neurocognition. Areas of controversy. It is uncertain how to best treat the neurocognitive deficits in men with KS. There's a definite need for large, well-designed intervention studies to improve neurocognitive skills in KS males. Brain structure and physiology. Brain structure differences. A number of studies have investigated brain structure in KS males. The emerging picture is that KS males have smaller total brain volume, total gray matter volume, and total white matter volume compared with 46XY males. 
the ventral and central parts of the brain have been found to show a distinct pattern of large volumetric differences. The medial temporal lobes, including the hippocampi, bilaterally have been found to be more affected, along with the insula and subcortical regions such as the striatum. This pattern of difference, to some extent, mirrors that seen between 46XX females and 46XY males. Interestingly, the reverse pattern is observed in Turner syndrome, in that Turner syndrome females exhibit enlargements of the same areas, whereas KS males show decreased volume. Some of these effects may be due to epigenetic mechanisms. Support for this comes from the finding that KS males with skewed X chromosome inactivation have significantly smaller insula volume compared with KS males without skewed X chromosome inactivation and display a general pattern of diminished gray matter volume in exactly the same regions which are smaller in KS males than in 46XY males. The electroencephalogram. Early studies suggested that an increased proportion of KS males display slower alpha rhythms in their electroencephalogram. This, however, has not always been replicated, and the functional relevance of such a significance is uncertain. The BOLD signal. One study investigated neural effects of a simple stimulus-response paradigm to investigate if KS males display a normal blood oxygen level dependent BOLD signal used as a marker of neural activation during functional magnetic resonance imaging, fMRI. Given the endocrinological and physiological differences between 46XY males and KS males, it might be expected that KS males would display abnormal, nonspecific hemodynamic responses during fMRI. This, however, was found not to be the case. KS males, as a group, were found to have increased BOLD responses compared with healthy 46XY males in and around the primary auditory cortices when listening to sounds, words. They were also found to display increased signal in the hand area of the motor cortex during responses to stimuli using finger presses. This effect was observed in the absence of a response time difference. In the visual cortex, however, no differences in BOLD responses were observed for visual stimuli, colored words. This suggests that the observed differences are not due to a system-level difference in hemodynamic responses. The BOLD response has been found to increase with age in the normal population. The same was found to be the case in KS males and no differences between KS males and 46XY males were found. Quality of life. Through the past decade, a few studies focusing on the impact of living with KS have emerged. These studies indicate that KS has important implications for the majority of these people as children, as adolescents, and as adults. In the study by Turif et al, including 310 adolescents and adults with KS, 76% answered that having KS had significant negative consequence on their life. This is in line with the significant lower quality of life 
QOL reported in both boys and men with KS when compared with population normative data, a male reference group, or a male control group, or without a comparison group. In boys with KS, Close et al. found that 67% of the boys reported adverse QOL, with low scores on all subscales, physical, psychosocial, emotional, social. In addition, their data showed that total QOL, physical QOL, and social QOL were inversely associated with the severity of the physical phenotype, and that 22% of the variance in total QOL could be explained by the physical phenotype. Similar to the pattern in boys with KS, three studies in adult men with KS reported statistically significant decrements in all eight QOL subdomains, physical functioning, social functioning, role physical, role emotional, mental health, vitality, pain, general health, of the short form health survey, SF36. In addition, one of these studies also reported statistically significant decrements in all subscales of the abbreviated version of the WHO QOL assessment, physical health, psychological health, social relationships, environmental health. Regarding predictors of QOL, the study by Rond et al. demonstrated a positive and significant association between education and scores on the eight subscales of QOL, with multiple regression models finding significant association between education and subscale vitality and general health. Poor sleep quality, with more sleep disturbance, high impact of poor sleep on daily functioning and frequent use of sleep medication was seen in a Norwegian questionnaire study. Here, poor sleep quality was a strong predictor of poor QOL scores. In the study by Skakabake et al., predictors of mental QOL and physical QOL were evaluated by structural equation models, including both mental and physical subscales from the SF36 and the abbreviated version of the WHO QOL assessment. In these models, lower mental QOL among men with KS were associated with lower income and living without a partner, whereas lower physical QOL was associated with less employment, lower income, daily medicine intake, and less physical activity. This study also found evidence that having KS is in itself associated with poor life quality. In addition to the two previous mentioned studies among adults with KS, a third study has evaluated subjective well-being and other psychosocial outcomes in adults with KS. Their data show that Higher subjective well-being and psychosocial outcomes were associated with active employment status, increased social support, and a less severe phenotype. In another questionnaire study among adult Norwegian KS males, low scores on SF36 were also prevalent. These findings are further supported by the study by Turif et al., which provided further insight into the impact of living with KS using open-ended questions. The greatest challenges faced by adolescents and adults with KS were 
according to their survey, infertility and psychological com comorbidity, in addition to learning disabilities, physical phenotype, social relationships, employment problems, challenges with healthcare providers, and testosterone treatment challenges. Whether testosterone has an impact on QOL has been investigated in two of the existing studies. Close et al. did not find any association between total testosterone level in blood and QOL for boys with KS. And Skakabake et al. found no significant difference in QOL scores between treated and non-treated adult men with KS. However, both of these studies were cross-sectional and longitudinal studies are needed to properly evaluate the effect of testosterone substitution on QOL. Clinically, we see a clear benefit in most KS males from TRT with increased vigor, improved social functioning, decreased sleep length, and improved sexual function. When KS males are asked about the level of satisfaction with healthcare services, the majority feel dissatisfied, which is disconcerting. Many are followed by general practice practitioners or not seen at all in the healthcare system. The level of detachment from healthcare professionals may pertain to understanding the fundamentals of what KS is among patients. Expectations to the healthcare system not being met, lack of understanding on behalf of the healthcare professionals of the underpinnings of KS or a mix of these issues. We believe that it calls for improved education among healthcare specialists, the need for a holistic approach to the KS patient, including a careful pedagogical approach in explaining how the syndrome affects individuals and more research into the complex interactions between genotype, phenotype, and testosterone substitution in KS. Summary of best evidence. The majority of boys and men with KS suffer from poor mental and physical QOL with respect to predictors of QOL, phenotypes have severity, comorbidities, and less social support living without a partner, among others, may be associated with poor QOL. Areas of controversy. Only a minor degree of variance in QOL has been explained by the factors mentioned previously, indicating that other factors may have an impact on QOL in boys and men with KS. The influence of TRT has only been sparingly investigated. Socioeconomic status. Socioeconomic measures such as education, employment, and income have long been found to impact people's general health and life expectancy across populations. From epidemiological studies, it is clear that educational attainment among KS males is considerably lower than the male population in general and similar to males with 47XYY syndrome. It is also apparent that cohabitation and becoming a father with donor, donor semen or TESE are much less frequent among KS males than other males and that employment rates are also lower and in combination these socioeconomic variables affect mortality 
negatively. Questionnaires and clinical studies have shown that many KS males are underemployed, unemployed, or on disability pensions. There is undoubtedly an influence from the increased and varied morbidity affecting many KS males and their vocational attainment, which again forms an interplay with the ability to perform well in other areas, such as cohabitation and the chance of becoming a father. How testosterone substitution fits into this picture is not clear. However, in clinical practice, we encounter many KS males who suffer from musculoskeletal elements where low muscle mass, strength, and tone are likely forerunners. Therefore, we see a pressing need for longitudinal evaluation of the effect of testosterone therapy on a broad range of measures, also including measures of QOL and socioeconomy. Summary of best evidence, the socioeconomic achievement of the average KS male is much poorer than the average male in society. It affects all aspects of socioeconomic status, including educational achievement, cohabitation, fatherhood, employment, and income. Areas of controversy, it is not clear if earlier diagnosis can change the educational and thus the socioeconomic course for the average KS male and if early TRT can affect these parameters. Hypogonadism and effects of testosterone supplementation. As stated, evidence of lower levels of testosterone, perhaps already during fetal life, neonatally, and at least around mid-puberty, suggests that hypogonadism, as well as the hypergonadotropic hypogonadism may well have an impact on behavior and neurocognition in KS males, as sex hormones already from early fetal life are known to influence neurodevelopment and the brain. This raises the question of whether persons with KS may benefit from testosterone treatment early in life to improve their cognitive and social functions. Currently, Testosterone therapy is routinely administered to the majority of patients diagnosed with KS, usually starting around puberty or at the onset of hypogonadism later in life. Whether intervention with testosterone treatment at this age or even earlier may benefit patients with KS regarding cognitive and social functions has been investigated by very few studies. In a retrospective study, Samigo Sprouse et al. evaluated the effect of three months of early testosterone treatment, 25 mg testosterone ethanate, in infants aged between 4 and 15 months. They found evidence of a positive effect on cognitive domains at 3 and 6 years, including a positive effect on motor function at 6 years of age. At the ages of 9 to 12 years, a significant positive effect on social behavior was seen. In addition to these studies, a double-blinded randomized study evaluating the effect of two years of low-dose oral androgen therapy, oxandrolone, in boys with KS aged 4 to 12 years, reported improvements in visual motor performance, social functions, and aspects of anxiety and depression 
after 24 months of treatment. However, no effect was seen on general cognitive function. Regarding testosterone treatment in adolescents, evidence for an impact of testosterone treatment on cognitive and social functions comes from two quite old observational studies, both reporting a positive effect on learning, concentration, mood, and social function, but no controlled trials exist in adolescent boys with KS. In contrast to these studies in boys and adolescents with KS, existing non-randomized cross-sectional studies of boys and adults with KS have found no effect of testosterone treatment nor testosterone concentration on cognitive, social, and motor functions, except a single study reporting a positive effect of testosterone treatment on verbal fluency. Although recently published studies in boys with KS have shown encouraging results regarding the effect of testosterone treatment on cognitive and social functions, randomized controlled trials are indispensable to further elucidate the impact of testosterone therapy in infants, boys, adolescents, and adult men with KS, and to identify the most optimal treatment protocol regarding testosterone preparation, dose, and age for initiating such therapy. In addition, these studies should also assess positive adverse effects of testosterone treatment. Summary of best evidence. There is only scant evidence that TRT in infants and boys has positive effects on cognitive and social functions and no good evidence for this in adolescence or adulthood. Areas of controversy better and larger long-term studies of the effect of TRT on social and neurocognitive functions are needed in all age groups. We recommend that randomized controlled trials are indispensable to further elucidate the impact of TRT in infants, boys, adolescents, and adult men with KS, and to identify the most optimal treatment protocol regarding testosterone preparation, dose, and age for initiating such therapy. In addition, these studies should also assess potential adverse effects of testosterone treatment. Thank you for listening to part six about neurocognition, quality of life, socioeconomic aspects of KS, and the effects of testosterone supplementation. As you just heard, KS children and adults have 10 times higher incidence of dyslexia especially when it comes to complex linguistic tasks. Executive function, such as attention, inhibition, working memory, and cognitive flexibility can also be affected, but it's unclear to what degree and what types of early intervention might help. Reading and writing challenges are present in about 75% of KS males. However, on average, somewhat lower cognitive function in KS males in childhood sometimes dissipates in adulthood, possibly due to different pace of brain development or increased environmental learning skills. Three areas where patient early age practice might be particularly helpful for the future are verbal memory, processing speed, and word retrieval abilities. There are some clear brain structure differences in 47XXY males versus common 46XY males, which to some extent mirror those seen in common 46XX females. 
Not all KS males have skewed X chromosome inactivation, but those who do seem to have the most marked differences. Some neurological differences may be positive ones. For instance, KS males are found on average to have increased blood oxygen brain levels when listening to sounds and using their hands, which could mean that their brains know how to work harder to process this kind of information. Also, there seems to be no need for extra oxygen when it comes to visual tasks, and KS males do not differ in their abilities to process and adapt to auditory or visual stimuli. In other words, having an extra X chromosome might not affect or even be beneficial when it comes to perceptual input. This matters for parents and educators because learning strategies that unlock perceptual and sensory skills may be significantly more rewarding than those that focus primarily on correcting verbal language deficits. Other differences include tendency for KS males to rely more on prefrontal brain areas for processing of facial expressions, which might explain why, as set forward in episode three, that it is relatively easy to improve facial emotion recognition at an early age by watching a certain type of cartoon. For updated information about neurofunctional underpinnings of KS, you may wish to listen to the very recent study on this topic in episode four. You also heard that 75% of individuals with an extra X chromosome find their quality of life negatively impacted on all scales of the WHO's QOL assessment, including physical health, psychological health, social relations, and environmental health. Socioeconomic indicators include education, cohabitation, employment, and income. These are on average much poorer for KS males. For KS adults, mental health is most affected by income and living with a partner, while physical health is most affected by employment, medical care, and exercise. Poor sleep seems to be a particularly strong predictor of poor QOL. All this matters for policymakers because QOL factors are well known to affect general health and life expectancy across populations. Active employment policies, increased social support, and better health care, described as disconcertingly poor, are likely to significantly better lifelong well-being and productivity. Finally, while in clinical settings, testosterone shows clear benefits in vigor, social functioning, sleep quality, and sexual functioning, function, contrary to prior thinking, it does not seem to have much effect on overall cognitive quality of life and socioeconomic outcomes. The single biggest takeaway from this episode is that the authors call for improved education of healthcare providers and emphasize the need for a holistic approach to KS patients. Tune into our next episode, part seven, which is the last of this seven-part deep dive integrated review of KS by Graffold et al. And a particularly important one for healthcare providers, as it includes the author's summary of best recommendations for state-of-the-art clinical care. 
The fact is, genomics, screening and testing are advancing at a blistering pace. It can be hard to keep up, let alone know what to do in terms of policy, awareness, screening and care when faced with today's increasingly frequent positive diagnosis. Indeed, since this review was published, new findings have been made in the areas of testing and early intervention that could result in vastly improved lifelong outcomes, such as ones that are discussed in episodes one to four. Fortunately, we're learning more every day, and thanks to amazing people like you, listening, learning, and supporting our cause, I believe the future is bright.